the only real friend he had was his dog, Arrow. Me and my arrow Straighter than arrow No, they're so smart. A new study says that dogs choose the direction they relieve themselves based on our planet's magnetic field. Guys. Dogs are something. That's they... crazy. Welcome to Sell Me a Pup. <laughs> Where dogs are something. And hey, we're, uh, we're going to talk about pop culture you probably haven't heard of. Uh, I'm your co-host, Brandon Kirkman. And I'm your other co-host, Chels Harvey. Um, and with and, a... And, oh. 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 She is just going to introduce from the herself. Oh. Yeah, just uh, here's the podcast, uh, <laughs> madame. It's all yours. Take it over. Great. I'm Lily Emerson, and uh, I clearly know exactly what I'm doing here <laughs> as far as podcasting it's, goes. Listen. Of course. Well, you're a big, you like to listen to podcasts I a lot. I love really. listening to podcasts. Yeah. This is my first time actually being on the other side of a podcast. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're it's like prom all over again. I I didn't have sex at prom. It's just, it made me very nervous. Mm -hmm. Me too. Mine wasn't recorded in this way either. Oh, okay. Oh, my prom was also recorded. Oh. Uh, Listen, I got into the game pretty early. I'm like, one day there's going to be a thing called a podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm also very old. Uh, For the listeners at home, I'm 54. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, no, it's like skin creams. Hey, you look great. It's incredible that we had proms back then. I thought that men just dragged women into caves and made them wash dishes. That, if we could no, go back to the good old ways, right? <laughs> Am I right? That's where the, the word prom came from. Oh. Yeah, it's the, the promenade into oh. and out yeah. of the cave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. No, yeah, well, at least we got a learned guess, which is nice. Yeah, Somebody a knows learned books. guess. A learned mm-hmm. guess. Um, Lily is a wonderful storyteller, um, I will say, Thanks. and does a lot of incredible shows around the city, in particular... Mr. and Mrs. Wednesday night. That is right. Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Wednesday night. Now on Wednesdays. Ah. I know. It's, it kind of makes me sad that it's on Wednesdays I now. I know. But it, yeah. Every once in a while we'll have a little satellite show that's on a like Saturday or a Sunday. That's when it gets goofy. Exactly. Exactly. The rest of the time it is very, very serious. serious. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should also praise you. Uh, you're also a very talented musical improviser. We uh, They have the game oh, pretty often. Yes. At Late Late Breakfast, where uh, you'll have to do a song about somebody's set, and it's always fantastic. Ah, thanks. That's actually a big part of the Mr. and Mrs. Wednesday Night Show, is it's like a, a lounge duo that you are like dreaming at the same time that it's happening. Oh. That's kind of how I like to, <laughs> to put it. Lynchian. Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping that you do one on a Saturday or Sunday because Wednesday is when I go to therapy, so I can't. Oh. That's why I always miss it. Is it late? Yeah, weirdly enough, it's Wednesday nights, so it's oh, just like is... cool. I know Wednesday night is gonna suck. <laughs> like, well, if you're week. ever like, holy crap, I need like another weird emotional thing in my life <laughs> there after we go. this. Like, mm. if you want to just come and cry at our show, oh. I'm just giving you permission wow. to do that. Okay. Should you ever? We haven't had anybody sit through our show and cry yet, and I feel like that oh. would actually be kind of amazing. So, not I, to like use your emotions. The fact that I for cry. Oh our, no! But, please use it. Yeah. Please, yeah. please. Somebody's got to get something out of it. Out of these tears. I actually just yesterday listened to a podcast about crying. Oh. Oh, was it ours? Uh, no. Was um, it the Crycast? Yeah. The Crycast was a cryocast, cryogenic. You guys have a podcast all about crying? The cryogenic cast is where we talk about crying and eugenics. It Yeah, it got a little risky with the last one, so I will say that it's more about eugenics and we sometimes cry. Yeah. It's hard. It's a tough topic. It is a tough topic. I I think I would cry as well. For sure. And it's cry dash o dash genics. Okay. Cry o genics. Gotcha. Because oh boy, we're crying. That is catchy. Thank you. I like that. It's like you're at a carnival, you know? It's like you don't never know what you're gonna get. You're gonna pull the lever, you don't know. Also I yeah. Crying carnivals, they go together. Oh, boy, do they go together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was this podcast about? Um, The podcast itself, I think, is called Something Awesome. And uh, each time, uh, it's from Gimlet, I think. And each time they have a podcast, it's like they focus on some other, like, little everyday thing. Um, And that one was about how one of the co-hosts, who's, like, a super emotional guy... And is like overwhelmed all the time, but he can't cry. He oh. like never cries. That's interesting. To have those two together, right? So it was that kind must of be really difficult. Yeah. I, I as agree. As a person to have no release for those feelings, I feel like if I could be somewhere in between, like him and myself, that'd be great. Because mm. I'm like the opposite. And they even had this scientist who was like, "Here are all the different types of crying." And as he's going on, I'm like, "Yep, uh-huh. yeah, check, uh huh, that one, yep. that one." <laughs> 
I've got all the types of crying. Oh, that's incredible. I, uh, I found as I've gotten older, I cry at movies so easily now. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are the same. Um, uh, here's a shout out to a really good movie I saw recently. A fantastic animated feature from Japan. Yeah, it's an anime movie, but it's good. Okay, uh-huh. listen, don't judge me. <laughs> called Your Name. Uh, very emotionally well done coming of age story. And I cried oh, so much during oh, that. I lose it at coming of age stories. Oh, gosh. Like, that's me. Rocket Boys killed me. Oh, oh Iron Giant? Sign oh, me up for that tier list. Oh, my God. Oh. Iron Giant yeah. is, yeah, oh, one of my faves. And it was a kind of, that's a kind of cry where it's not just, I, I cried so hard the first time I watched that, not just because of all the other reasons you cry, but also because I was like, this movie is so great, and I'm so glad that kids are watching it, and the yeah. message is good, and the government's the bad guy. It's great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. feel that way a lot when I'm consuming content that I really enjoy but that's like intended for children. Like I just mm. recently got into Steven Universe. Oh, I mean, that's a crier show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I literally today was walking home and I was just like, all I want to do tonight is watch Steven Universe. That's yes. all I want to do and that's what I want to do when we're all done with I this podcast. All I want to do is watch you turn into a giant woman. Oh, I love I love that, like that show. Yeah, intern Ryan's up on the lap again. Mm-hmm. Little little yeah. pervert Ryan here. He tends to just fall asleep on our guests' laps, which is just like a strange place to put your face in drool. He just but... uses that that cute aspect of himself to really yeah. get up in mm-hmm. him. It's those big him. eyes, you know. Yeah. So he just gets mm-hmm. in there and then he closes them. That's but cool. behind them is just nothing but darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is with most interns. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, okay. I see. Because we don't pay truth. you. We pay you in likes <laughs> every time we have to say this, Ryan. We pay you in likes. Okay. Every time you mention your name on the show, you get 14 more likes on your Instagram. Post. You're, okay. you're like the Kindle Jenner of dog it. interns. You're killing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, yeah. actually. You can find Ryan uh, at the dog intern. Yeah. This is handle. All right. So you send him an email. I'm going to start following him. Yeah. Good. But cool. I, I should say, so we should round this out to what we brought you on here to talk about, which, mm-hmm. of course, is pop culture, what you love about it. Mm-hmm. We have some good listings. We got music that I love. Uh, I believe we had Dirty Projectors. One of my favorites. Yes, yes. Uh, there's another one. Oh, uh, we were talking about Tune Yards. Tune mm-hmm. Yards. Oh, mm-hmm. go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. True gangster right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, different uh, fantasy dramas, periods. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you liked the Great British oh. Faking Show. Ooh, Great I British could get Faking into that. Show. Oh, yes. my God. Incredible. That's my like newest kind of uh, pop culture obsession. It's like a warm hug of a show. Oh, it really is. It makes me feel so good. I'll like put it on for even just a couple of minutes when I'm oh, feeling anxious and yeah. it's like yeah it's like a little It'll, comfort like a blanket yeah. Yeah. yeah like a thunder thunder coat yeah. Yeah. the dogs have to wear I it just, is the thunder coat Mary Berry comes on and Mary Berry's uh-huh. like you did your best don't worry right and even though the bake didn't really quite happen this flavor is so wonderful and yeah. she yeah. always yeah. finds something she does always twist oh, it doesn't she it's yeah. so great she starts off with like the texture's not that great but well, the, the flavor. Uh-huh. There's heart in it. Yeah. You find something to make them feel okay. Uh, I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, and I really like the like the diversity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that they bring a lot of different people from different backgrounds with different mm-hmm. stories on, which I think is really important and interesting. And I just, usually with cooking shows, it's they're most mostly all white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Um, it's also nice, though, that it's like a really diverse kind of... Uh, a good like here is an array of what Britain really looks like. Yeah, There's yeah. All these different people, but I like that uh, they don't use people's backstories uh, to like to manipulate the audience. Yeah. You know, it's not just like you should like this cook because she's had it so rough. And, right. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very different show than any of the American. It's very shows democratic. That I've seen. Everyone's mm-hmm. on the same playing field for the most part. Yeah. Even the people who don't have that much experience versus the people who like have been cooking yeah. since they were yeah. two. And they help each other out, which oh. is the thing I love the most about it. It's like watching two competitors yes. be like, oh, do you need help with this? Sure. Oh, quick. I'll, I'll move this thing for you. And, it's oh. so wholesome. It is. It. I always think there's like, uh, the first season I saw on Netflix, there was an old Scottish baker. He was like in his 70s. Uh-huh. And he's just like, yeah. Norman. Just, yeah, Norman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's just like, yeah, some guys don't like to do it. I just, I like to bake. I'm like, yep. oh, man, oh. Norman. Oh, so sweet. Yes, I will. I, will have uh, I guess I could. Uh, for some reason, I'm being secretive. We have a bottle of sake we're going through right now. <laughs> and you know what, guys? We're getting a little loose. Uh-huh. A little loose I had to put it in the sauce section of the refrigerator. I'm like, you know what? It is kind of a sauce. We're getting sauce. Uh-huh. We're getting, getting a little saucy. saucy. For sure. Saucy sake. Ooh. Ooh. I think we got a new podcast. New podcast. <laughs> Sauces and sakes. Would we just get everyone 
sauced on sake and then mm-hmm. talking about just uh, dreams. We'll talk about their dreams. Talk about their dreams. Like, but which kind of dreams? You know what I mean? Like yeah. cosmic oh. kind or like the I slept last night kind. Yeah. I feel like you could probably have both. Those Ooh. two, because sake lends itself to talking about both kinds. I yeah. feel like, you know, you have enough and you start getting real cosmic, but... Mm. Yeah. yeah. Saucy Sake releasing later this week. I'm so thrilled that I was here at the genesis of yeah. that new thing. It's pretty incredible. Oh, the Genesis Podcast. Another new one. <laughs> we, we already have the Godcast right now. Oh, we that's don't true. need to do the Genesis Podcast. Or is that one about <laughs> Phil Collins' uh, follow up? I would go with Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh, sure. about. Sure, sorry. You're right. Sorry. You're right. Ooh. So, I, should we get into our first review? Yeah, I guess we should yeah. get into the, the first I mean, review. hey, we're getting saucy. We're getting saucy. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about podcasts mm-hmm. um because we're on one mm-hmm. and you like them um so i kind I of them. i yeah. wanted to bring up a podcast that i don't i feel like you've probably heard okay um it's 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 a storytelling showcase it's kind of similar to the moth um real popular this year gives voice to all of the ghosts that have been exercised by the history channel's ghost hunters mm. um it's called Post- poltergeist um yes yes i love okay. that i knew yes, i knew i, I knew that you would. yeah mm-hmm. okay so, uh, so I started listening to that because I've I really do love storytelling podcasts, and I also really love history podcasts. I love like stuff you missed in history class and Risk and The Moth and all these things. And I was having a conversation with somebody, and they were like, "Oh my god, if you like those things, you should totally listen to Poltergeist because it's kind of like a combination of the two. You get these stories, you're getting this like historical background, but you're getting it from the source, which yeah. is." really amazing and I also just am kind of a big fan of the supernatural so the fact mm-hmm. that that it's like a chance to actually listen in to like oh, sort true. of yeah. the real like it's incredible astral they, plane that they can like, record them that's yeah. the part that really that boggles me because I you know I do a little bit of sound work and it's mm-hmm. just wild to me that they can even yeah capture they're, it they're almost too polite I mean like these guys they're trying to scare people out and they're just yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. well Let's talk about Top Chef season four. It's my favorite. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know ghosts could watch television. Right. I mean, it makes sense if you're sort of locked into a place in between our own world and the next, but that place that you're locked in happens to be someplace where there's maybe TV or internet. Uh, it makes sense to me, like, what else are you going to be doing with your time? You know, yeah. there's only so much haunting. Right. In a day. And it's like you could either spend years thinking about all the horrible things that happened to you while you mm. were alive, all the people you loved and lost, um, people who were awful right. to you, things right. that happened to you, or or you could just talk about Top Chef. Right. Um, yeah. Which, they, it's weird they always, all of them talk about Top Chef, right? Yeah. Season four specifically. Yeah. I was wondering, actually, when I first started listening to it, if it was maybe actually put out by the producers of Top, Top Chef. Chef. Yeah. If it was like a cross yeah. promotional. Because it was like, this is, it was kind of strange, and then... It started to feel like a plug. Right. Yeah. I mean, plug in Top Chef. Listen, it's Chicago-based. Stephanie Hazard won that. Mm-hmm. It's always a plug for Girl mm-hmm. on the Goat mm-hmm. and Little Goat Diner then. Right. It's always but, in the pocket of the Alderman. Yeah. yeah. You know it I mean? makes sense. Okay, here's my theory. Yeah. Purgatory, season four Top Chef. Mm. Huh. That makes sense. Are we not all versions of Tony Blaze? Are we all not versions of Stephanie Izzard? Are we all not a third guest that I try and remember from Top Chef I, season yeah. four right now? These are these are questions that I feel like you have to ask yourself when you pass into the unknown, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, what are we? Yeah. Are I we? also feel like it's kind of a good way for those polter guests to really, like, exercise their own, demons. like, demons yeah, and I gotta through say the real guise quick, of something else. It's easier, always easier to polter do guys. that. Yeah. Do you want to yeah, get this in there? Exactly. I ain't afraid of no guests. <clears throat> Me neither. Okay. Especially those ones, because they're really nice. Yeah, they're really nice. They're I sweet mean, guests. They're very sweet. I wonder, uh, you know, I went on a little like internet rabbit hole when I first started listening to it, because I was trying to find out more information about how they originally started it, both because mm-hmm. I was curious, like, yeah, how do you record that? Mm-hmm. And also, how do you find those guests? And it was really cool learning about how it all started um, at the library, uh, the haunted library on the west side. Oh. Um, and one of the librarians there ended up encountering one of the ghosts and like had a really positive experience um, and then ended up kind of stumbling upon uh, a spot within the library where she was, when she turned on her microphone, it caught way more than it was supposed to and was oh. like, oh, I gotta go with that this. That is intriguing. Yeah, so cool and the fact that you know there really was only one ghost there when she started but 
obviously there's some sort of a network, mm-hmm. you know, they of communicate. Of storytellers. Yeah. And yeah. So they started coming to her and she thought, ah, I should turn this into a thing. It's intriguing to me that they choose storytelling <clears throat> as an act of, like, uh, moving through trauma. Mm-hmm. Because it is a very traumatic experience to be mm-hmm. exercised, um, especially on a show that's has as poor the as ratings that are as poor as the history channels, uh, yeah. uh, ghost hunters, but which is three viewers. Yeah. Uh, listeners, I should say. Mm-hmm. I mean, once again, we've had this discussion, isn't listening, but the eyes of the soul. Yeah. I've heard that. In fact, didn't Annabelle, the ghost say that? Yes. During one of the yes. last yes. episodes. Oh, man. <laughs> we found ourselves a fan. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, I, uh, I'm one of the three. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. I yeah. think that we're there's three of us. Yeah. Ryan's not listening to it. He's asleep. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He doesn't listen. He doesn't like podcasts. I mean, Ryan really? is also yeah. not a big fan of podcasts. Yeah. He's 17. I want to say now, so I don't think he has much left other than sight and maybe smell. Yeah. Is he really 17? Um. Yes. Why would you? Oh, I. Yeah. I just thought he looked a little young. A little That's young. All. Yeah, mm-hmm. for an intern. Mm-hmm. No, it's one of those situations where it's like a late in life career decision. You gotcha. Know? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, what did you do before? It's never too late, right? Never yeah, too late never to too start late again. Now. Mm-hmm. He's making hand motions that says bartending. Yeah, I think uh, he the rag. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, that's really cute to imagine, the little rag going back uh-huh. and forth. I tip him real well. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My final question. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel that the, the ghosts stack up against other storytellers in the city? Hmm. Who are maybe dealing with uh, matters of the flesh. That's a really good question because, you know, a lot of the other storytelling shows also have, like, you know, they aren't all based out of Chicago, but a lot of them, like The Moth comes to Chicago, all the time. Mortified comes to Chicago, Risk comes to Chicago. And um, <clears throat> I, I feel like, just like on those shows, it really, det- like, depends on who the actual, like, ghost slash guest is. Because I feel like a couple of them are really talented storytellers, and it feels really like cathartic, and and just like when we're telling stories and sort of working mm-hmm. through our own demons, and it feels like that. And there are a couple of duds. Oh, for sure. Uh, like Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. I did was not oh, a big fan Jesus. of Jeremy. I was like, why? And is... it's like, how is a person who seems so interesting in life so boring right. to death? You know, yeah. Especially after the way he died was so fascinating, and like I was like, talk more about that. Like, yeah. give me more of the details about that. Because I, like so many other Chicagoans, like Red Devil in the White City, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with like learning facts about like the murder palace and mm-hmm, all of that, mm-hmm. like because it's fascinating and oh, yeah. weird. And so to have actually encountered like, oh, this is somebody who like was in one of those rooms and got gassed to death and mm-hmm. like knew uh, what's his name Holmes. Yeah, Holmes. Yeah, um, Jeremy Holmes. Like so. I want to say it was Jeremy. Holmes, wait, right? was it Jeremy? Okay, this is. That it didn't click to me when yeah, I was listening to it. Now it makes Ryan to, more sense. I'm going to get Ryan to Google that real quick first. Yeah. Because I well, thought he that started, he was skirting he, he was, around details. Yes. That would make more sense. He was skirting around details because I think he was very uncomfortable with the idea of his own, you know, abuse. And, and, right. And not being a victim. I, oh, yeah. It's H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. That's what that... Well, it was close. Right. right. Yeah, Jeremy and H.H. H. But... That's this, what it was. They were like... Were they... Partners? This brings up a good thing, though. What's the HH stand for? Jeremy, hmm. right? Um, uh. Oh, maybe Jeremy was like a fake name. Uh, you don't say, say you don't say Doritos, Doritos. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, I say Doritos. But... Yeah, give me one oh. of Doritos. I love tamarind. Doritos, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, gotta get me a Doritos. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, to be gassed to death and like whenever they bring him up on the show, they're always like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about it." Mm-hmm. But can you believe how well Antonio did in season oh four of Top God. Chef? Oh my God! It's like, dude, you weren't even alive for that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Well, I don't think I'd be able to sustain the excitement in my physical form if it was going on." I'm like, right. "Come on, dude! Top Chef season four. It's interesting. Wasn't that exciting? It's interesting to hear mm-hmm. what we each picked up on because yeah. you are very, very interested in the Top Chef narrative. Yeah, some would say um, too much. I, I, yeah, I would say kind of lean in that. Yeah, way. I'd say yeah, most. for sure. It's, it's all like you want to talk about. Yeah. If the ghost talked about the Great British Baking Show, I'd oh, be you'd be the same boat. Yeah. yeah, I also yeah. feel like it'd be good for them. You know, like Top Chef's Cathartic. okay, but it's not yeah. giving them any kind of like comfort. I feel like if, for maybe sure. if they got to watch Mary Berry and Paul you oh. know, talk about a custard or something, they yeah. would find would some peace, some you know? Of, yeah, some of the trauma. Yeah. Yeah, or if they could talk to me for just a little bit of time after the show about Gilmore Girls, that would mm. anything. Really you know what? Me That's oh. what I'm a little embarrassed about, for real, in real life. 
uh, like not just in not the, just in the, not just in the astral plane or yeah, the, sure. the world of podcasts. <laughs> I have never ever seen Gilmore Girls. Girls. I've never really? watched any. Have episode. you ever seen Gilmore Girls? Uh, yes, I have. Really? That is shocking to me. Uh, Barb got me into it. That's awesome. Go and, Barb. Yeah. Okay, I'm changing my mind about her. Yeah. Well, let's not get. Did into you the guys podcast. talk about it in French? I don't. Know. I had a feeling oh. it was going to be, and I'll say no. Um, but C'est here's the thing. Here's the thing. She got me into it because there's a really good podcast called uh, Gilmore Guys. guys. Yeah, mm, which I I'm love. not a fan. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Is it Kevin or is it Demi? Oh, it bothers me that there are men talking about the show because I think that's a weird gimmick. Yeah, that is true. Sorry. Especially for it's the like, fact why that... why do I want to hear two yeah. guys who've never seen it? Hmm. It got a lot of people into the show, so that's cool. I don't yeah. want to be a debut. I'm one of them. I'm one of them guys. That's awesome. Huh. And it's I hard to get say, guys to watch it, but it's an incredible show. There's a lot of pop culture in it. There's a lot of history in it. Yeah. There's a lot of right. really good jokes. Good writing. Yeah, good the writing's drama, amazing. Good I've heard all sorts of really great things about it. I feel like I just somehow missed, missed it, it when it was first on, and then it's... There are so many... I, I get so obsessed with the pop culture things I like get into, and yeah. then I feel like I miss entire swaths. Yeah. I'm that way too. I mean, I never watched like How I Met Your Mother. I've never seen. Um, yeah. Oh, I've never seen. What's the one with the aliens that everybody loves? Third Rock from the Sun. Not that. Not Third Rock from the Sun. Um, yeah, I really like Third Rock from the Sun. I have seen. Finest work. I have seen Third Rock from the Sun. What's the one? The there, there's. David Duchovny. Oh, X Files. I've never seen X Files. I will. I that's a lie. I've tried to watch it multiple times, but I've always watched the same episode, and then I usually fall asleep. Which episode is it? it, The pilot. Um, Oh yeah, that's really boring. Yeah, Yeah. you got to get into the. The the episode looks good. It gets really creepy too. Yeah. Some of them made me not sleep a lot as a kid. Yes, absolutely. See, that's why I watch. Do you guys remember So Weird on Disney Channel? No. No, that's so weird. I I don't. (laughs) I bring this up all the time, and nobody ever remembers. But um. It's interesting to me because uh, it was about a girl who was, like, trying to solve Supernatural. It was kind of like, um, are you afraid of the dark sort of situation? Mm -hmm. But it had more of, like, an ongoing storyline. And the the mom was played by... um, I almost said Busy Phillips. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> really wish that that was true. Um, who is the woman who... I'm, I, I'm sorry that I'm forgetting this. She... Um, She's a musician. Her dad was the main guy in, Ma- in the Moms and the Papas. Um, oh. She was raped by her father. Oh. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Oh. Phillips or something? She was... She will, the reason I bring this up is... Be, and I thought of it is because she did all of the... Like, Wilson Phillips? No, that's not the Wilson Phillips, 80s but band. Um, <laughs> Ryan, is it? Could you, Ryan, could you Google you, that? Yeah, yeah. Phillips is what we got and like musician. So weird, mom. Yeah. Yeah. See if anything. Man, comes I can't up. believe that I'm forgetting this. Is because she did all. I didn't. I found this out this year. There's like a, a score for Gilmore Girls that's mm-hmm. like very like um, classic and like you hear it and you know. And I learned this year that the score was done by her, and oh, she's like cool. this kind of like famous singer from like I guess the 80s or 70s maybe. I can't really remember. Oh, Ryan's passed me a piece of paper. Molly Phillips. Who's cool. Molly? Yeah, isn't oh, I that never would have guessed no. that. Absolutely would not have guessed either. Molly. Yeah. Sorry. Oh boy. Uh, one yeah. of the characters. Are you is, sure? Uh, let me see real quick here. Oh no, that's the name of the characters. <laughs> Ryan. I knew that he wouldn't have gotten. Oh, Mackenzie Phillips. Mackenzie. Okay, Mackenzie Phillips. Yep. Cool. I had to Google it myself. Thanks a lot, Ryan. <laughs> cool. It's awesome. We give you an iPhone sure. eight, and you can't Google it. Yeah, it's it's a shame. They're tied to your thumbs. thumbs. Yeah, he doesn't even need to use his thumbs. Use oh. your tail, buddy. Man, <sighs> when people get those iPhone 8s, their minds are going to flip. Just, I mean, seriously, because mm-hmm. you can just... They're really cool. Oh, jeez. The holographic part of it is yeah. really well, neat. Hey, let's not kiss and I'm tell. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of our guests, <laughs> okay, by the way, all the guests get an iPhone 8 on our yeah. episodes. Yeah, so you probably want to come on this podcast so you can get an iPhone 8. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And use the holograph, a new version of your own intern, and get them to look things up, and it'll be right, won't it? Well, we can't bring that one back after the incident, but let's not yeah. get into that. Uh, R.I.P., uh, you know... Tyler Snodgrass. It's tragic what happened to him. Is that why he was um, a guest on Poltergeist? Right, now he's trapped inside of a Nintendo cartridge. Whoa. Mm. Okay, I thought, I was like, he can't be one of the ghosts, right? Like, no. Now I get it all. Oh. We think he's alive, but right now he's stuck in Castlevania Three Curse of Dracula. Whoa. And, and we're Brandon's working on keeping it safe in his That house. is yeah. tough. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's harder for him than for us, but it is right, hard for us sense. as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's a lot so be careful with that iPhone 8, by the way. They're working it out. Yeah. Good yeah. to yeah. know. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we got another another review that mm-hmm. we kind of want to, something I want to talk about with you. Um, it's a little little something. It's kind of new. Uh, 
on TV. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how much traction it's really gotten, so I'm unsure if you are going to know much about this. Mm-hmm. It's a little show called Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it's one of my favorite A&E reality shows right now. Um, it's incredible that they're even doing unscripted uh, yeah. after what happened last mm-hmm. year. Um, but it's, it's one of my favorite shows... It's about a group of bearded men running around, uh, mm-hmm. you know, running a used furniture store that specializes in mismatched dining chairs. Yeah. Just really running that Game of Thrones, you know what I mean? It's a real um, Game of Thrones. It is. It's, em- it's embarrassing. That's the tagline, yeah. right? It's, it's a, a real, real Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yes. Yeah. And it's also, what's one of those water cooler taboos because you'll go there, they're all talking about Game of Thrones and somebody's like, oh, what's going on in Westeros? It's like, nobody's talking about that show right. anymore. Mm-hmm. Old news. Yeah, we're all talking about A&E Game of Thrones. Can yeah. you believe... That silly chair they tried to sell off to that old, old man. I know. I'm just really glad because I feel like, you know, Pawn Stars really kind of started it. And they were like, well, Pawn Stars did really well. Duck Dynasty showed us that, like, guys in beards running around, you can absolutely get a lot of traction yeah. out of that. And you can be as racist as you want. People are going to love right. you still. So it yeah. made total sense. I feel like even though I'm, like, a little weird, a little iffy on the politics of the show. For sure. But there are a couple of really good, I mean, I want to call them characters. I guess they're real people, but it's on TV. Uh, so they're characters. Know, they're yeah, they're yeah. exactly. Yeah. Solves, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like, it's like, like, Sean. Oh, my oh God. Oh, Sean. I don't know what I would do if I was working at a chair store with that guy, like yeah. in, in furniture. Well, okay, working in, in furniture is stressful anyway. It's incredibly stressful. In his defense, you know, it's hard to take over uh, your mom's business. True. Uh, without much training. True. Um, without ever having experienced, you know, the the pleasure of making a chair. Yeah. That's why nepotism is bullshit, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, Ooh. Ooh, oh, you sorry can, oh, oh, you um, can fucking please. swear on this bad Okay, yeah. Okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant that you brought up nepotism. Yeah. No. Well, like, oh my God, I mean, it's job. ironic because their last name's nepotism, which is yeah. right. unfortunate for right. Sean. Yeah. Nepotismo oh, is yeah. how they pronounce it. Oh, my God. It. If he brings it up one more time, I'm going to throw my remote through the television. Um, it's Sean Nepotismo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was an incredible impression. I mean, he was... Thanks. Thanks. Someone you hate. He was somebody... Yeah, well, even though... I love to hate him. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah the, the sad thing is he's a real-life person because he feels like a character that was written to hate. I know. Mm-hmm. How can somebody slip on a banana peel that often? Often in real life. I'm pretty sure that the producers are putting them down because also mm. who eats bananas in a furniture store? Like right. who how is that even coming in with a banana yeah. right. and just like finishing that bad And then he brings up an armchair. Yeah. I think they're just trying to make more drama right. happen. And I it agree. makes no sense because he has a banana allergy because every time he slips on he's like my banana allergy and then he mm-hmm. falls down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my he makes the fart allergy. noise too, which yeah. is also unfortunate. And that was That's one definitely I, the producers. Yeah. Right? I wasn't yeah. sure at first if it was really in there or if it was like the, uh, a it's sound effect. It's definitely a sound effect. Yeah. 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 And then after the, like, 14th time, I was like, all right. I should have realized when it goes on for seven seconds. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a long fart every time. At first, I thought he just maybe had IBS or something. Yeah, or which would be unfortunate. On. Right. Which made which me, like, feel honestly, a little Honestly, kind of humanizes him to me. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. And, but I'm still a fan. Like, I, I don't hate him as much as you guys. I mm-hmm. think he's got a lot on his plate. He's got a lot on his chair. You know. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> difficult. Yeah. How about Julie, though? Huh? Oh. Uh, yeah. She's kind of the heartthrob of the of the whole operation. She is. It's no wonder that all of them are trying to woo her. Yeah. Yeah. If I was at that store, I would be, too. She's just a doll, you yeah. know? Sweet Julie. That, what about that episode, though, that one unfortunate soul brought in the chair oh. that had a picture of Julie and said, will you marry me? Oh. And she literally took a chainsaw and carved it in half. I know. Oh, oh, that's but that's like why we love her. Yeah, right. she cannot be takes taken no chance. No, right. she's such a badass. Yeah. yeah, she's like the most hardcore badass bitch in the entire world of furniture selling. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. She really is the one I think who makes the sales work, who mm-hmm. keeps the operation mm-hmm. moving along. Yeah. Do you think she's the banana thief? <gasps> oh. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a rumor that one of them is putting the bananas down, trying to take the machismo fortune. Oh, sorry, nepotismo fortune. It I, could be her, but I also feel like that's like below her, you know? Like that's like she doesn't need to do that. She's already such a badass. She's clearly the best at actually like making the furniture, definitely the best at selling she's it. She's the like, only one who's making the furniture. Right. Right. Yeah. Clear so then she's the best. Yeah. Right, cuz Sean says that he's working on that one throne in the back room, but yeah. how long is he going to be working on oh, that? Geez. It's been in there for like It's season 4. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, I almost feel like the writers have forgotten about it. Oh, did I say writers? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Listen, when well, you're done, on the reality TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're as high up as me and Chelsea are, you get to know some trade secrets. And yes, let's just do. say there's a script going around. Wow. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. 
But, you know, even regardless, written, fictional, reality, it's all blurring together. And yeah. there's nothing you see more on Game of Thrones than that fact that's happening right now with the golden age of television. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited for the next season. I keep seeing those billboards that say, summer is coming. And I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. They, they, they keep saying, we're going to reveal it. The most crazy chair you could have ever imagined. Yeah. Which... And here's the rumor. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah, what do you Got think it from it an upper up. Spoilers, so... Yeah, Cut well, it off not for me. I heard it too. It's a chair made of chairs. Whoa, a chair chair. Right? Right? Whoa. A chair chair. That is amazing. How big do you think it's going to be? Three oh. stories tall. What? Yeah. Wow. Well, if they get the budget. I don't know. Well, it's a good thing they're out in the like great expanse of Utah. Oh, because yeah. if there was anything next to that store, oh, like oh, where would they put that? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. I think it's cool. The thing that troubles me though on the show is like, can they stop killing off the chairs? I know. It's like, why do we keep watching? It's like the second I get into a chair, they mm-hmm. freaking take a tax off through it. I didn't even know chair cancer was a real thing until the show. I know. It's Tragic. a shame. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it's something that more people would know about if it weren't for the fact that we keep slashing budgets for research, scientific mm-hmm. research, mm-hmm. and oh, like boy. chair cancer research. It's like, there's just no, yeah. It's like, why do we even keep the EPA around if it's not to tell us more about chairs right. and the trees they came from? They're right. people too. The thing I'm worried mm-hmm. about too is like, if they keep hacking up these chairs, when are we going to get to the one that's Josie Packard, you know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> of course. Good question. Yeah. 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 Man, I gotta say, the show is heartwarming. It takes tragic turns. It really does. I did not see the twist of last season coming. Uh, when you guys remember when, so Julie had been working on that masterpiece with like the the curved armrests and the little inlays. Because yeah. uh, real chairs got curves. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I really liked that Dove. Uh, did their last campaign in conjunction mm-hmm. with the show. I yeah. thought that made a lot of sense. Yeah, getting some of the characters into yeah. it. Yeah, because real women have cur- curves, real chairs have curves. It just Real women like, want real chairs. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was like a brilliant bit of PR mastery yeah. there. But when, so she made that chair, and she was like, it was almost done. And I, I was, I thought that people were going to have, like there was going to be a crazy mob of pitchforks and and stuff to to come and get Sean because I can't believe that he would do that to her. It was just I've never seen a grown man take a shit on a chair. Oh, it was frightening. I don't ever want to see that again. No, I can't believe they showed it. I Thank don't... God for the like. At least they blurred the yeah. couple of Sean and yeah. No. I don't need to see that. And I, I mean. I don't want to be that person, but what a big old turd. Yeah. It was huge. I was like, what is it he was funny eating? though later when he slipped on it? Because it was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, that was like good. cosmic karma. It uh, was like, you definitely like, got what's coming to you. It's like, there's probably a banana in there. I heard he had to probably. take a shower for three days straight after that. Oh, well, good. Oh. Yeah, good for, yeah, take that. Take yeah. that, Never Sean. tease, Mo. <laughs> well, Lily, I guess it's time to All right, look at you. So it's our game game right there. All right, so this game is called Broken Record. And for this game, I want you to tell us a little bit about an album that you've been listening to on repeat for a large chunk of your life. Um, anything that maybe you listen to after like a heartbreak mm. or um, after you celebrate a success, something that just comes to mind. Um, oh, boy. Do you have music like that? Yes. Um... There, uh, in my adult life, um, um, I, there's a Nina Simone album that I actually haven't been able to find the, like, I, there's a couple of, of versions of songs on this album that I love so much. It was like Nina Simone originals. Um, so it's an album just of the songs that she wrote, uh, since she did so many covers and stuff. Um, and it was right after I moved to the city and I went to this, uh, where did you move from? Um, I, from when I was in school in Decatur. Oh, oh. Um, so I moved up to Chicago back in Ot five oh. and I went Love to this, else. oh yes, <laughs> long time ago. Mm. Um, and I 
did a weird song. I like sang this acapella song at an open mic called the Lyricist Loft. And um, afterwards, one of the guys there was like, oh, that sounded like this Nina Simone song. And I was like, a little dummy who had never heard of Nina Simone at 22 years old, which oh, no. I'm a little ashamed to say. However, that prompted me to be like, oh, well, what is what is that about? And then I got really obsessed. And there are a couple of songs um, of hers that I like continually come back to now that are like emotional. Yeah, that just make me feel good. Um, so I listen to, in fact, I have... A little playlist on my Spotify oh, nice. that I listen to when I'm like needing to get like confident and pumped up or comforted. And there's like a handful of Nina Simone songs and then a couple of Fiona Apple songs. Oh, Wait, which songs? Classic. Okay, so I love Fiona Apple. Oh, yes. Me oh, too. Oh, Ryan, come on. Come on um, Ryan. No, we, we like her for her musical talents. Not that way, buddy. Come on. Um, Extraordinary Machine. That's fantastic. Makes me feel... The album or the song? I mean, I love the whole album, but that song in particular, and Better Version of Me. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, what is the... Why is the name of the song uh, escaping me? But the... Um, if you don't have a date, celebrate. Oh, uh, that's a park or whatever? Yeah. 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 Uh, I love Sit that. Sit on the lawn and do nothing. Yeah. And it's just what you must do, and nobody does it anymore. Yeah. I love... I, so those couple of songs, Nina Simone, and then we were talking about Tune Yards earlier. There's yes. a couple of Tune Yards songs in there. Um, um, Fire? Yes. That's a good one. Um, and... Uh, that one messes me up. Oh, uh, Find a New Way. What about yeah. Sunlight? Oh, yeah. It's cla- Let's go yeah. back to that first album, uh-huh. get deep in it. I love to see her live. I've yeah. heard really amazing things about seeing her I like her to live. watch videos of her because it's incredible mm-hmm. to see. I just didn't know. I couldn't have imagined what how she creates the music. Right. Yes. Uh, I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. She, A little loopy. Also, <laughs> so if you like Tune Yards, there is another performer I highly recommend. Her name is Iggy Dean. I-D-G-Y D-E-A-N. Ooh. And she, it's, she makes this like, it's like psychedelic rock uh, but it's a one-woman band. So she also does, like, a what? looper thing, and she's really, really great. And it's, like, it's not, you know, it's different than Tune Yards, but there are, like, if you like Tune Yards, you will probably like it. Cool, Dean. okay. Yeah. yeah, I wrote That's it down. fantastic. Sweet. Took a little Good. note. Good. I, uh, I, I kept thinking about this, and I have to get this out of the world, so I apologize to our audience, but when you first heard Nina Simone, we were like, uh, Nina, some more. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta put that weight on everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, to put that one in the back yeah. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Take that somewhere else. Now, I feel like we should uh, chime in real quick, too, if we have albums ourselves. Because I have yeah. one yeah. instantly whenever I'm in a sad mood, especially when winter comes mm-hmm. around, because it's the perfect winter album. Big, pan- or big fan of Midlake. Uh, they have an album called The Trials of Van Occupanther. It is, Van Occupanther. Yeah, it is a fantastic album that will make you very sad answer. in a very good way. Oh, I need to... Yeah. I should write that down. It is perfect winter music, too. Especially, I feel like, for living in the Midwest when it gets very cold. It's like, this is when I'm going to just relax, too, to a nice warm fire or something oh, of that sort. Yeah. With a That's nice. big old glass of whiskey or something mm-hmm. of that sort. Yeah. I kind of feel that way about uh, Sea Change, Beck's Sea Change. Oh, that's a classic. Oh, that's one that, yeah. like, is, oh, yeah. like, sad Sunday and sun. beautiful. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's really good. How about you, Charles? Um, Yeah, I. it's so funny, because... People who get to know me and, like, are in a sort of situation where I get to pick the music um, Mm -hmm. or they get to look at my Spotify, uh, I only listen to, like, sad music, (laughs) which is so funny. I don't know. Um, One of the biggest things that I was working on this year with my therapist was, and I quote... I um I just want to stop listening to the national so much. <laughs> oh, wow. And she was just like, okay, we can work on that. <laughs> like maybe it's a just, solid goal. Yeah, she was like, change. Maybe, yeah. like, maybe you just like shouldn't listen to it that much. Like uh-huh. she was like, maybe when you're sad, you should like put something that's not sad on. I'm like, but that's so hard. What if she threw <laughs> yeah. a curveball like instead of the nationals? What about swans? And you're oh, like, no, you're not, oh, you're not fixing this. It. Is not helping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, um, so I would say the Nationals' "Alligator" is one that I listen to a oh, lot um, because uh, it. My, so this is also like kind of funny. My mom had an iPod that she filled with music and put in our car that we shared when I was in college, 
and um, all of the music that was on this iPod, it was literally just, I just think this is so funny, The National, <clears throat> Bob Dylan, like all mm-hmm. the entire discography oh, of Bob wow. Dylan. Hey. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. The Shins, oh, good a little bit of a curveball mm-hmm. there. And then like seven acoustic versions of uh, U2's, it was one of the uh, the popular U2 songs. With or without um, me, stuck in a moment. Oh, yeah, that, that's even worse. With or without me, is yeah. It? yeah. yeah. That would have been made, made more sense, but stuck in a moment. So it's like terrible. And, and it was just, it was crazy because I would borrow the car and where we we lived in Kennesaw, Georgia, which was two hours away from where I went to college, and I would drive the car back to college and then back home sometimes. And um, the two hour drive, I would get like four versions of this song mm-hmm. with like a thousand different songs that you could possibly have shuffled. And the, I I would just be driving, and I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, we're gonna listen to this. Fucking sad song. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I would just cry and just be like, I'm saying in a moment, I can't get out of it. Like, in the moment, it's me listening to the song. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. I should say I'm a huge U2 fan, but I don't like that song at really? all for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, I love it. It makes yeah. me feel so War is sad. probably one of my favorite albums. Yeah. People always go with Joshua Train, but man, Warren. Yeah. Ooh. I'm more on the Joshua Tree. I think just Joshua Tree is great, though. See, and yeah, I was going to say, classic. why do they do that? Right. Can you tell us? Yeah. <laughs> As a fan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's really. I feel like it's partly that I just stopped listening to you too after that after, point. After okay. like sometime in the nineties. Yeah, Controversial well, opinion. I'm fair. throwing out there that album, Song of Innocence, they put on everybody's iPod. Oh, no, mm. this is a good album. Oh, I really no. liked it. I'm yeah, sorry. I haven't really okay. listened I didn't to, listen to it. it. I think people didn't listen to it because of the fact that it was right. unconsensually put on there. Isn't that the funny thing? Like, I got a free thing? Fuck them. <laughs> oh, I got some free money? No, thank you. <laughs> I am not going to spend <laughs> this. Thank you yeah. very much. I think it was more of a privacy issue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People are just like, why is this suddenly, what's going to suddenly appear on my, like... Chance, not... Chancellor Trump's last speech. Right. Be, yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't that be funny if like we're all considered who's watching so we find out it's just Bono? Like, oh no. <laughs> oh. Why does Bono have to watch me pee so That's much? That's why he wears those glasses. <laughs> He's watching us pee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. What a beautiful day. Yeah, I, I should say though, real quick before we uh, mm-hmm. we get out of the game, uh, is uh, Don't Swallow the Cap on Alligator? Oh, no, that is on um, the newer album uh, that has the image of the head with the mirror. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. That's, I think one of my favorite songs, maybe. Like, it'd be in the top ten oh, songs Oh, that's written. so good. Yeah. Of yeah. what? Of The, the National. National. Oh, Do you okay. listen to much The National? I, not Do you listen much. to much The National? Yeah, I, The uh, National. I've heard a couple of songs, but I'm actually not that cool. Not a fan? When it oh. comes oh, to... Come on. That's the... Yeah, come on. with music. I no, worked in a music cool. venue for 10 years, and yet... That I, doesn't... No. Lily, I'm gonna... Uncool people listen to The National. We're gonna have to drop this bombshell right now for our podcast. It's gonna be controversial. You're the coolest guest we've had. What? I, I find uh, that very hard I to think believe. that's going <laughs> to hurt everyone's feelings, but I guess we, yeah. have, to do, we have to say it. Hey, listen, I'm to only here to create now. controversy. Yeah. They're going to yeah. have to listen to the entire podcast, yeah. so... <laughs> well, thank That'd you be funny, though, if, they, my ego. if past guests come out and be like, can't believe you said, I'm like, oh, you're listening. <laughs> yeah, that should be like our 30-second 30, 30 pitch. Yeah, this is the canary, <laughs> this is the canary like, in the well right here. You like, can tell are, if they've been listening. Who are we going to tell if they get upset about yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will, okay, before we move on, I just want to mention one more song oh, no, that I've been listening to for just over the last year for some reason. This is like come back into my life. It's a blur song. And oh, I love Blur. Tender. You know Tender is so good. Oh, it is such a good song. And yeah. that is one, it's also like the exact length of time it takes me to get from my house to um, the uh, art center where I work. It's like that amount of time. And they're like, yeah. if I'm in a bad mood, that's one of the like, Tender will make this all better. Yeah. Opening awesome. track on their album 13. Fantastic yes. album. So great. That's one of my favorites on their Swamp Song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, okay, so what's it? So you—that's your like makes me feel better track, mm-hmm. pretty much no matter what. Mm-hmm. What do you have one, Brandon? Get ready for this. I'm gonna drop a bombshell. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Love of my life, Barbara. We have one song. That's our song. Stop. I'm sorry. You guys familiar with Yacht? Uh-huh. Uh huh. They have a song called Psychic City. Yeah. Time. Listen, warms up my little heart. Really? Yeah. Let's not go down the podcast route though. Okay. Don't do it. okay. That's really sweet. Yeah. I forgot how much Good I hate her. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll work it out. Or I should say, we. We, we. Okay, let's not do that. I shouldn't make those jokes because I'm mad at you. Okay. Um, Yeah, I I listen to a lot of sound music, so this is funny. My, like, song that I'm, like... I'm like, mm-hmm. gotta listen to like Power Up is um, Oh Well by Fiona Apple. Oh, that's a good oh one too. really? Yeah. yeah. That's a really good 
song. It is a really good song, but the lyrics are very sad. Yeah. Almost all of her songs are very so sad. This is, yes. a, this is an Apple heavy episode. Yeah. 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 We got uh, Fiona, handed. if you're listening, we yeah. just oh, uh, we love you so much. Yeah. We're, we're Come back. Friends. Come back. <laughs> I think this is gonna be titled Apple Heavy. I'm excited for I haven't listened to this yet. I don't even know if it's come out yet, but she recently oh. did a collaboration with Andrew Bird. Oh, I love that. Yeah, right? Okay. I haven't Chicago boy Andrew Bird. Yeah. This is important information to drop. Speaking uh-huh. of collaborations, that sounds really mm-hmm. cool because I love Andrew Bird. I don't understand, but I did find out that Annie Clark is collaborating with um Lena Dunham's boyfriend, who's oh. in Beach or, or whatever the frick. I don't know. Um, a fun, right? No. Is he in fun? Oh, yeah, he's the that drummer of fun. Yeah. He's not the main guy. Okay. Fun, period. He's the drummer. Because that's what I feel like after I hear their song. Like, I'm <laughs> done. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that's it's such a good burn. Him. I always yeah. love getting that burn out there. Sorry. Oh, oh that's so not, that's a practiced burn. <laughs> that's not the first time I've used that. Oh, okay. Good to know. Cool. Well, you did know. great. That Thank burn you. has been around the block. <laughs> and it's going to get some it's more mileage. Gotcha. Yeah, I just can't. I just don't understand because I think Annie Clark is like the most incredible mm-hmm. um, musician that currently oh. exists in the world. Oh, are you talking about Saint Vincent, who's not released one bad album or song? Yeah, she is amazing. So she uh, came to the hideout once. Oh wow! And Get she, out! So uh, yeah, Saint Vincent. Yeah. I didn't even put together until I was like, oh right, that's who. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, that's there's okay. other there's other yeah, Annie like Clarks. Said, there's I'm, a Canadian uh, actress, and um, plus the name sounds fake. Right? Yeah, for sure. But so uh, Saint Vincent came to the hideout. With, uh, a, like four or five years ago. I'm so and sad. She, it was <laughs> amazing, it. but also like meeting her in person, she was super sweet and also the like tiniest frailest human being I have ever met where I was just like, I can't get too close. I will <laughs> breathe her. too hard yeah. and she'll just like disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she gets like a tiny, like you're the most powerful being that's yeah. ever existed. Uh, she, um, I it's saw, an amazing conundrum. Yeah. I saw her in Atlanta at the Tabernacle and um, it was incredible. She crowd surfed and afterwards um, it was like, this was I guess around like the time of actor so she wasn't like super big but mm. after the show she waited to like talk to people and there were like oh, yeah. 60 people waiting to talk to her and I I mean, she gave me and my friend a hug. There's a picture oh. my friend took of, of me making her laugh, which I'm very proud of. Um, and I don't know, she was just really nice. And oh, and I asked her about like the bruises on her body because she crowd surfs a lot. And I was just like, is that from that? She was like, yeah, it is. And I was like, do you ever worry about like getting really hurt? And she was just like, well, you know, honestly, I feel like most of the time, um, People in the crowd will catch you, and I just have to oh believe gosh, that's going to happen. Beautiful. And I don't know. I just oh, took that with me and was like, "What a lovely, trusting person!" You just, you just have to believe that. You just have to jump and believe that people are yeah. going to catch you in the crowd. Yeah. Shout out to future guest Annie Clark. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, can't I, wait to talk to her about that again. I can't I, uh, wait to listen to that one. <laughs> I got into her very early because I had a very, very cool teacher in high, or high school. I'm not that old. Uh, in college, uh, shout out to Jane Ryder. She loved like St. Vincent off the bat so the first album she came out with she's like hey you should check this out mm-hmm. and then I did and literally that week she was playing at Shuba so I went to go see her oh that's nice. awesome before she got super big and she did the same thing where she stayed after talked to everybody I'm like this is the best person ever yeah I love finding out I like that we've all that, seen like, her yeah. yeah I know so and sweet. that we all had yeah. like nice positive interactions yeah. too because <laughs> yeah. it's always such a bummer when it's like oh I really love this artist and then it turns out they're a total asshole yeah, yeah. so much nicer when you're like and they're actually super Super cool. Yeah, this might give away the date of the podcast, but uh, Morrissey, come on. <laughs> Stop it. Stop yeah. talking, please. Oh, boy. I love your music so much, but no. Yeah. Who gave you words? Just stick to singing. Yeah. Or just stay in a room locked. Please. I feel like he did that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here. That was kind of Keep his, it up, baby. Yeah. It's that whole, like, you know, he had his celibate time. time. Yeah, where he was just like, I'm going to be in a room by myself. What? He is such a strange alien yeah. that has landed and descended upon our earth. Yeah, I, I feel like this is this is the end, guys. Okay. This is the end. But um, before we go, uh, we have no idea when this is going to be released into the world. Okay. Really. Definitely um, not 2016. That not 2016. I would yeah. be okay. really both surprised and impressed. Maybe 2015. Yeah. <laughs> we got it out so fast. Yeah. 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 Maybe 2015 if that iPhone a, uh, 8 app starts working, but uh-huh. we'll see. Yeah. That would be if cool. we can get if the, the 8. Holiday, we tried it with, we right. tried with Tyler, but we know what happened with that, so let's yeah. not do that again. Well, we don't really know what happened with that, to be honest. Oh, we're, <laughs> praying, we're praying for you, Snodgrass. Yeah. Praying for you. Praying for our future guest, Tyler Snodgrass. Yeah. And past, but you know the iPhone 8. Well, it's like that. time and space. I'm just excited that you're going to have one of those ghosts on. Yeah. That's really cool yeah 
Yeah, oh, you'll, have sure. to, you'll have to listen. Yeah, we'll have to shout out to our Poulter guests. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go, mm-hmm. uh, are there any other like ongoing projects or things that you're working on that you might want people to know about or any handles where they can communicate with you and tell you how much oh. they love you? Like if uh, you were on Twitter at, I don't know, Kirkman Brandon. Just ah. want to throw it out there. Or, uh, or Chelsea, not Chelsea. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I, I am on Twitter, but it's mostly just me retweeting uh, angry political things. Good. Oh, I'm good. at yes and and and. Oh, that my, that's so good. That's so that good. is my Twitter handle. Um, I'm going to follow that tonight. That's also where you can find me commenting on AV Club articles. Oh, good. <laughs> that's my discus wow, handle as incredible. well. Wow, that's incredible. Um... And, but uh, my main projects right now are you can catch Mr. and Mrs. Wednesday Night every third Wednesday of the month at the hideout uh, at 9 p.m. And uh, and then you can also see me doing all sorts of weird random things in other people's you know projects. I'm going to say this. I don't care what Tyler and fucking Danny think. You're a staple at Late Late Breakfast. You'll probably uh, be there. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I yeah. love Late Late Breakfast. And yeah. you might see me in the audience or occasionally on stage. Yes. Usually on stage. And uh, when their dates are, who knows? Their schedule's so fucking crazy. <laughs> Saturdays? <laughs> Maybe. It might even switch to like, hey, we're doing it on a Monday now. Who, who knows? knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But check it out if you're in Chicago. I recommend it highly. Been going for those whole four years, I just realized. Yeah, I, I realized recently that I kind of have, like, my whole life here to, um, or, like, owe it all to Liz and Danny because, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I talk about this sometimes, and I think it, like, freaks them both out because they're my friends now. But um, I started coming to the show when I moved here um, just because a friend of mine was a comic. It was the mm-hmm. one friend I had in Chicago, and I went every single time and that's how I made all my friends that's how I met Brandon that's how I met everybody that's really wonderful yeah so I think about it all the time I really owe like my life to them well I'm gonna take indirect credit then because on their wedding night uh, they oh had my gosh, she's told the story. They, they had not figured out a way to get home. She told me the story. And so I ended up driving their incredibly drunk butts home. Uh, and Didn't she pee in your car? She almost did. <laughs> it was a rental car, too, so oh, I was the no. whole time. And there was like a construction and a festival happening downtown, so we kept oh being like, blocked, and I was just like... Oh my god, they're gonna vomit and they're gonna pee and it's gonna be horrible. They didn't, oh but the, that is all to say that they might still be stuck somewhere in Louisville yeah. if it weren't for me. So I'm just gonna, you know, go ahead and take credit for that. I think you absolutely <laughs> should. Shout out to future guests Liz and Danny Moffin. Yes. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah I think would they be... would be a wonderful fit for this. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get a lot of future guests on this episode. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I guess yeah. we should do this some exciting. Yeah. <laughs> this is the the like episode of the future. Yeah. yeah. Future guest Apple Heavy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Lily. I had so so much much. fun. And I feel like that. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I feel like that pup's been sold. Yeah. Yeah. Sold us a puppy. I'm so happy to have sold that puppy with you guys. Cha ching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Is that what we do at the end of it? We all go cha ching? Yeah. I guess. uh, One, two, cha ching. Cha ching. I'm sorry. I wasn't sure if you were waiting to be on three or after. I don't know. It's okay. We didn't make it clear. What did we do? After three. So, one, two, Three. Cha-ching! Nailed it. Oh, that's good. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.